I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District. It's the first day of spring and my mind turns to invaders from outer space. It's still unknown if there's a planet in the universe with intelligent life so evolved that its inhabitants might travel billions of light years just to visit us here on little old Earth. But one thing I can say with confidence, if extraterrestrials did land anywhere, even in Newfoundland, it would wipe everything else off the front page, as we used to say when newspapers were still a thing. Literally nothing else would be newsworthy. No one would care who won any elections, the Oscars, the NCAA basketball championship, or even the Super Bowl. Expensive box seat tickets at the World Series would be worthless, as even all players would, like everyone else, drop everything to go check out the space aliens. Broadway would be a ghost town. Meanwhile, near the landing site, what a wanting to get a gander. Can you imagine the traffic? And good luck getting a room in a nearby hotel. The hoteliers would jack up their rates and the staff would fail to clean your room because they too would want to see the visitors from another galaxy. Of course, the throng of looky-loos would include medical professionals. So forget that long-planned visit to the dentist. And because the immense crowds would all have their eyes on the strange, wondrous beings in the intergalactic spaceship that brought them, pickpockets would have a field day. <laughs> and then try to get the distracted police to care about your missing wallet. Well, these are just some of the reasons that, unlike many armchair astronomers, and even those who choose to sit on stools, I'm happy and even relieved that visiting our planet might not be on an alien civilization's bucket list. But there are other darker worries. If the aliens are anything like the Spanish conquistadors of yore, they would plunder whatever they find valuable and subjugate us. Even more likely, they would be so intelligent we would seem as dumb as rabbits. So they might find us cute and turn us into pets. <laughs> Would we want to be cuddled and petted by weird creatures with long and possibly scaly fingers? And when they feed us, would they shell out for more expensive wet people food or <laughs> opt for the convenience and cost savings of dry kibble in large bags? So, Tommy, you've painted such a vivid picture of what it, what it well could be like if that large delegation of visitors from another planet finally landed this time in a big spaceship that everyone could see. And of course, the media could breathlessly report live from the scene. And Tommy, let me just say that I believe that day is not very far off since my guess is that these beings of superior intelligence will decide they need to visit us, perhaps to try to steer us away from our destroying our own planet. Now, you know... <laughs> I think that they've actually been here before. I actually believe that those who've experienced sightings for hundreds of years have been telling the truth. And what I think they've been are all small advance parties checking us out in our cars and our homes from their flashing lights in the sky. <laughs> I think they could teach the Chinese a thing or two about discreet aerial surveillance. They have absolutely been here, albeit predominantly in the South and small town America. But those visitors from outer space have no doubt been clamoring to visit 
the big city. And as we know, there's no bigger or better city than New York. Now, the question is, will they land nearer to my apartment or yours, Tommy? Well, wherever they land, I'm confident we can walk up to their spaceship and be instantly recognizable to them. It's Tom and Scott, they'll yell excitedly. And we will break our no guest policy for the first time and interview them on this very podcast. Oh, Scotty, that sends chills throughout my entire body. <laughs> and uh, the idea that, they, first of all, that they're, that they're, it's probably true that any advanced civilization would be listening to our, po- our podcast. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, certainly there are some podcasts they probably would eschew, but I can't imagine that they would go without listening to ours because oh, yeah. I mean, I think one... they probably could listen to everyone, but I would hope that they would be of such superior intelligence that they wouldn't. Well, you know, maybe that's the caste system in that in that, you know, uh, not country or whatever, get that galaxy where, oh, I got to listen to this horrible podcast. But ours indeed. I believe they would listen to. And Tommy, I, I used, you know, there's excitement, palpable excitement hearing your words, but also, as you said, a feeling of relief that you don't think it's on their bucket list. That's right. Uh, and, and I see all those reasons. You've spelled it out as yeah. clear as day. Night could be clear, too, by the way. No, sometimes uh, if the star, you know, the stars are out, it's uh, uh, it, it, that's the time when we can most see as far away into the galaxy, the very galaxies that we're speaking of. Yeah. And Scotty, it's very interesting because we have actually two paradigms of positive thinking that yeah. are uh, diametrically opposed, and yet they're both positive. On the one hand, you're set, and, and I got caught, swept up in it just now when you talked about the fact that, of course, the, uh, they would speak with an accent, a, you know, an intergalactic <laughs> accent, but they would speak English because oh, yeah. they wouldn't, how could... You know, they couldn't get here without having extremely advanced language skills, right? I mean, yeah. they wouldn't even be, try to come here in, until they had learned English. Some well, that's why, English. which is exactly why people say, well, if they were out there, wouldn't they have come here already? And as I said, they've sent, spent, sent language specialists. Because, <laughs> uh, again, it's never like 10,000. And again, I hesitate, Tommy, in this day and age, what word to call them? You said extraterrestrial, which I would think would be safe to say. I I eschew alien because that, uh, you know, by the way, people in this country used to be referred to as aliens. I remember growing up, they'd have these public service as aliens. Yes. March 31st is the deadline to register. (laughs) And so basically (laughs) someone from Venezuela was the same as from Mars, which I wouldn't mind, by the way, that comparison, because Mars to me. That's the question that you I think that's an important uh, thing to note that they might uh, there are certain terms that they might object to. They might be offended by. What if it turns out they prefer the term alien and they really <laughs> object to extraterrestrial? Well, that we'll find that out, certainly. And it'd be you know, some awkward I mean, it moments. could be embarrassing. Oh, well, it'd be like CNN will be interviewing them, Jake Tapper. And oh, how does it feel to be an extraterrestrial? And they'll be miffed. And, and that'll, be, that'll go viral. And everybody <laughs> say, well, we don't, you know, we don't call you this. And, that. oh, I didn't know. And it would be awkward. But uh, again, the numbers, that would be the key. So I, I'm excited about it. Again, they look, I... I May would not have said this years ago, Tommy, but I do believe not in all of those stories because many of them can be explained. But I do believe they've sent little advance parties, and I I do believe that they've been here checking. I, I've 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 known of people who are, are of great intelligence, even by our standards, who have had some kind of sighting. So I believe that they're here right. now. But but again, 
I, I can't uh, in any way dismiss what you're saying because, and this is the key thing, when they do arrive, and if they arrive with a big splash and the big spaceship and they're here, traffic. I mean, oh. as they say, forget about it. Forget here about it. it. No, it's just, uh, uh, it, it'll be a nightmare. And then once you find get parking, where are you going to get parking? Oh. And then it's the long lines waiting to shuffle by and get a glimpse of the space aliens. You know, I mean, a, a lot of that, it, it sounds really exciting. And again, this is what I was trying to say. Two yeah. different types of positivism, completely different. Yeah. On the one hand, it's, hey, they might already be here and they're here to help us and and they're on our side and they'll come to and they'll recognize us and be on our podcast and also help solve world problems. Yeah, that's one positivism that, that they exist that they're coming here and that they're going to be great. And they come now, in peace. They come in peace. And they That's, come in peace yeah. and they bring about peace. Um, yeah. uh, the other paradigm is, no, they're going to be like conquistadors. They're going to subjugate us or turn us into pets. It'll, <laughs> it'll be a, a nightmare. In either case, there's a nightmare of traffic. I think there's no... Well, I think that the consistency is, uh, even if they're here for the best of reasons, you can't avoid the traffic. And you the can't avoid the parking. traffic. The, yeah, the fact that everything is closed because everybody wants to be there. So, you know, just the same way, uh, you know, fine parade or, uh, uh, you know, made, but this will be on a, a level we haven't seen because no one's going to say, ah, been there, done that. Oh, it'll be worse than the Halloween parade in New York. Oh, much worse. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and, and here's the other thing. Uh, but again, just to nail down the, the paradigm of positivism, I'm happy that hasn't happened, that we're not subjugated and turned into pets. That's one point, type yeah. of happiness that there's no, that we haven't been visited by aliens. Yeah. So many people, they just love the idea of extraterrestrials. And it's, and by the way, they say, you, you talk about come in peace, guaranteed if they landed, wherever they landed, even if it was Nova Scotia or Greenland, doesn't yeah. matter. It would be such a big deal. I think the Ukraine war would just stop because people would just wouldn't care about it anymore. Well, I would they, hope that every all bad. I think they just would stop. stop. And wouldn't you just like, okay, screw this war. Let's go check out the aliens. Well, I think that's what everyone would be talking about. And I just hope that in this latest frenzy of shooting down balloons and everything, they'll show some uh, discretion and oh, not shoot down the spaceship. Didn't even think about that. That's Scotty. when they don't come in peace, rightfully so. Yes. But please, and, if it looks like a saucer. You know, look, give it that good look. Oh, yeah, that's a saucer. Yeah. Just let it land. Yeah. And, and have that big runway. And then they come out. And I'm hoping, well, this is, Tommy, not just one podcast, a million. What will they look like? What will they be wearing now? Yeah. Will they look exactly like E.T. and other movies? I think not, because I think they'll, they've seen these movies. And I think they, they'll probably say, well, why should we look like that? I think they will look a lot like you and me. And not just you and me people. You and me. Wow, that's that is an interesting <laughs> uh, theory, Scotty. Yeah. That that and and when you lay it out so logically, it seems quite possible that they would be our, almost our doppelgangers. And people well, yeah. and maybe people would cry, out, "Oh, it's Tom Saunders," you know, anyone who yeah. knew us and Scott Blakeman. Yeah. And then they would and then they would do something amazing and and futuristic that to prove, thank God, that we weren't just faking it. And yeah. Uh, Pretending to be God, what probably one of the worst things would be like if you tried to pull off a space alien thing it was almost <laughs> successful. And then they found out, oh, no, it's you and me. We would never do that. No, but, no. Uh, and it's too much work. And I mean, involved and, and also 
probably building a spaceship, which, you know, we could do. We're building the time machine, which yeah. we're still working on just updates. We haven't updated in a while, but we're still yeah. working on, as you've said, Tommy, that thing that, you know, makes you go back in time or, or forward. Well, uh, you, know you know what it like is? The last... it's the, it, and we've said it before, uh, uh, but, the, you know, just the, the chain, the, the uh, supply chain uh, problems. Yeah. That's that, you know, we're still plagued by that was as far as building the time machine. But uh, so, you know, I mean, th- just to put, you know, put that out there. We oh, yeah. Yeah. Given no, up on it, uh, yeah. So we haven't talked it. about it in a while, but it's that's that's what's holding us back. But people don't talk about it on the news. They don't say, you know, those making time machines have been affected by the supply chain. No. no, they don't bring that up. And also, but I don't think it would affect the spaceships. They've got their own supply chain going in there you know, in their galaxy, wherever they're coming from. So I think they're, that won't hold them back. I think they've been waiting for a lot of reasons. I mean, one of it is to learn our language. That's one of the reasons. That's why yeah. these advanced parties, as I call them, have been there. Uh, and, and you know, again, it will be, well, not just, they'll probably it'll be one of those news events. They never get to other news stories. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Like, they, uh, and, you know, a lot of things that, uh, you know, should be in the news, you know, some sort of like a flood uh, or 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 like I say, you know, uh, one team wins the World Series. Yeah. It's just can you imagine you wouldn't you really and imagine if you had to play the World Series and nobody was in the stands, but you are contractually required to be a <laughs> baseball player while everybody's off looking at aliens. I mean, that's where nobody talks about the what the the sadness of the professional baseball player well and i would think broadway too and you know again anybody under contract you know yeah there's no alien clause in broadway no. contract. the union you know the actors equity i don't think there's some clause that in the event of a landing by extraterrestrials or aliens uh you will be allowed to miss you wouldn't be you absolutely yeah. would have to just go shuffle through the the motions and just look at the clock and and hope you know hope the aliens are still there once the game was over, or the, or the show that was being played in front of an empty house, uh, 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 you know, Act Three. So, uh, Scott, <laughs> and I picture also I have a vivid image of uh, people standing four deep uh, in Brooklyn, perhaps Kings Highway, looking at a television store <laughs> and seeing a small <laughs> television, watching the aliens there, and hurriedly, and the little kids. You know, I'd let the little kids go up front. Yes. So they could see. Yes. It. That, that, so it would be something like the, the, the moon landing. Yeah. Uh, it, but it is something like the moon landing, but it absolutely would knock everything else off the news. That's all we would talk about. And and by the way, and this is something else I think is that hasn't been talked enough about. All of the excitement would last for about a generation. In other words, that's all we would be talking about for the next 25 years. Then the next kids, the next group kids who grew up in a world where everybody already, where space aliens had landed, we knew yeah. what they looked like. We knew what they said, you know, where you could go visit them. And surprisingly, Scotty, the kids wouldn't care that much. It would be just like, you know, I, and I could imagine uh, a, 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 I'm saying, not saying they wouldn't care at all. Yeah, some would be thrilled to see the aliens because their parents talked about it. Uh, but it would be, but I can imagine talking to your grandniece, say, and and say, hey, you want to go see the aliens? And and then she'd say, well, will there be giraffes too? And exactly, and and go, no, 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 it's not what a zoo. They? But they, yeah. they don't care. They don't. Care. It's, it's, no. it's, it's, it's much as a, you know, it, it's no more interesting to them than an octopus. 
No, exactly. That's, and they, they've seen it. And, and also, will they even go back and see the old movies about aliens? Then they'll probably just laugh. Oh, like God. He, he'll be like, they don't look like that. Right. They don't have those long fingers. And so it'll really, those movies will really oh, suffer. Well, uh, well uh, they will be. They won't get the replay. And they will be, yeah, they will be seen as, as um, yeah, they didn't get it right. They didn't, uh, it wasn't just, oh, oh, oh. They didn't talk like that. Probably no, have, no. they'd have and more the of a voice. No, no shoulder pads or fins no. sticking up and all that. And I mean, even though we look back now, ones in the 50s and just the special effects are a little rickety and they don't quite have the same uh, appeal. But I'm getting excited just talking about this time. Yeah. Like, I'm ready. And again, maybe in my 20s, I might have said, ah, I don't really need Yeah, It's silly. Yeah, they probably didn't see anything. And, oh, I don't think I don't really need them to come right now. But I really would welcome it. And I think uh, wow. they would help us out. I think now the question is because in E.T., you know, they do leave eventually. Uh, and then certain people go on board. And one of them, I believe, was J. Allen Hynek, who was in, I believe it was, uh, it was either E.T. or Close Encounters. I always kind of uh, conflate those two films. But he was a professor of astronomy at Northwestern. I took his class. He was a legend and he was an expert on so-called UFOs. And um, I don't know why I say so-called because UFOs is what it's called. Yeah. So uh, but anyway, uh, you didn't put quotes. It almost yeah. sounded like like you thought that whole UFO thing was a joke and, yeah. and needed to be derided. But you're, you're making it clear that uh, you just wanted to say so-called because that is so-called. But yeah. you could say so-called about anything. Yeah, you could say the so-called election yeah. yes, is called an election. Yeah, exactly. It is called an election. And it, in fact, is an election just because it's called an election doesn't mean it's uh, it's not one. So right. It's almost the opposite. Scotty. It's almost the opposite of when people say, yeah, and that yeah, that so-called player. Yeah. Well, they call the player, but somehow by saying it, then it's that's not what they are. So it, it's uh, uh, but so anyway, would anyone go back? That's what I'm thinking. Would they take any of our bad people back with them? Uh, Although or, or them? the best people, Scotty, well, See, yeah. that, there, there's two different ways of looking at it. One is every morning I look out at, at the sky with no flying saucers or strange, uh, uh, it wouldn't necessarily be a saucer. It could be a long, uh, sort of a blobby th kind of thing. Like, yeah. like uh, you know, those spaghettis things that they have in pools that you can wiggle and wobble. Yeah. I, I, I'm just putting that out there. There are many different shapes. That the, but I'm so glad that we are not being turned into pets and well, that, that, that's that we're not being yeah. subjugated and that they're not stealing all our gold like the conquistadors, although they might value something besides gold. They might value plastic and they and they glom onto that and leave us with no plastic. That might be a good thing. Well, that would be well, uh, from an environmental standpoint, that would be a dream. So they would and we recycling would be a thing of the past. They would just come by, scoop it all up, put it in big vats in their spaceship, you know, yes. green. They'd mark it plastics and paper. They'd have right. a separate, maybe they would send separate recycling spaceships, <laughs> one just for plastic and glass yeah. and other for, for paper. And they might want to mine that huge blob of seaweed that's headed toward the Atlantic coast. Don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I bet they've got a solution that. for that. They've seen that. Uh, and they and again, want it. Gonna... That's that's yeah, that's terrifically valuable in their land. Oh, it's, yeah. It's gloms of seaweed and used plastic. Uh, yeah. uh, in fact, you know, they say one man's garbage is another's tre treasure. But what they should say is one man's one human's garbage is an extraterrestrial's 
treasure. Yes. I think that's what how that saying should go. Well, in the French, that is how it's translated. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but it it just never made it here. They cut things out. But you know, getting back to these this again, so-called spaceship, uh, how did we ever get to a flying saucer? Why was that yeah. the original conception? Why wouldn't it have just been an aeroplane? That's right. You know, with or, the, or a, you know, a rocket ship. Rocket ship. Why a flying saucer? Yeah, it doesn't seem like that would be the most aerodynamic way of traveling. And again, we, and this is another reason why they might not have landed. Uh, it's billions of light years now can you imagine you, you would you would need you would talk about a time machine you know with, yeah. with our time machine all we have to do is make it comfortable enough to go back a few thousand years uh in time but you go back very quickly right you're not really when you're sitting in the time machine you know it's only a few minutes before you get to where you go you, yeah. you know whatever time period you want to go at least that's how we're designing it uh but it, with a space, an alien spaceship, from, it has to be from another galaxy because we don't know of any stars that have the you know kind of planets that uh, in our galaxy yet that hasn't been found. You know, that's the other thing. Our the, uh, uh, whether there's life on other planets or not, our Earth, when you start to think about it, is really rare. It's super rare. We're the we're this one planet that's just the right distance from the sun to allow there to be, uh, uh, to be habitable, you know. So right. that, well, again, what we, we're aware of, but then, you know, the story that we covered here and very few other outlets did, you know, the whole Hubble Space uh, Telescope, which revealed, and I, I can't even explain it, when it, but somehow you could see photos of, you know, things, stars from billions of years ago. I, I don't quite, I didn't quite, it was just fascinating. It was maybe yeah, a two You're looking story. at ancient history when you yeah. look up at the sky. You know, this yeah, is so light that has finally arrived to your eyeballs. Okay, think about it, though, Scotty. Our eyes receive... I mean, it's fantastic when you think about it. It almost causes me to, to, to do a somersault in the yeah. air right now. I almost yeah. did that. Because it, it, it's... It, try to wrap your brain... And we, we don't recommend wrapping your brains around anything. No, we no. don't love that term. But yeah. darn it, it's impossible to wrap your brain around the fact that billions of light years away, you're seeing light that's just arrived, actual light that's arriving in your eyeballs uh, from uh, from other galaxies. We That's just so crazy, Scotty. No, that, We're that other... Been... That was a two-day story, and I was like, "Okay, that's it with the pictures." And I, we talked about it here. It is, it is hopeful and and, and mesmerizing. And again, I do feel, uh, you know, we are not alone and all that. Right. And, and I know you did refer early in your opening to space invaders. And again, that you very steely-eyed about that because yes. that is possible. They could be in, in the worst scenario invaders. By the way, uh, you know, what is the opposite of steely-eyed? And perhaps, uh, you know, steel and perhaps cotton-eyed. Yeah. Uh, and, and that would be you have the more cotton-eyed view, yeah. Which is that that no, they are that they're, they're coming. They're they're going to be our friends. They'll recognize us. They'll come on our podcast. Yeah. They'll certainly bring about peace and take away all of our uh, recyclable items that we don't need, particularly plastics and yeah. that huge globus. That's a very cotton-eyed view. If that was of, it alone, it, if that's all they did, and yeah. maybe that's maybe they saw that you know they see that UN report that. By the way, is like a one-day news story, and it's basically saying if we don't get our act together, uh, which I resent that kind of terminology because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to be doing a, a solo show soon, and I am getting my act together. 
uh, you know, I mean, I'll revise it and some things will work better than others. And and you, we have our act together for the last three years and it continues to uh, grow. So I don't like that expression. I think that some of us are acting, are acting like, yeah, we're not maybe helping to stop the world from falling into this uh, abyss of, you know, uh, uh, you know, carb, uh, you know, a global uh, warming and all that, but we are getting our act together. That's right. We're uh, that. That's a really good point, Scotty. But it's very interesting, though. Again, we have the two different, the, the steely eyed and the cotton eye. Just to be clear, clear about that, uh, uh, my view that that they that these uh, aliens would be sort of like you know the the uh, the science fiction one, uh, you know, rays coming out of their eyes and yeah. uh, uh, vaporizing people at every turn. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I do think they're going to plunder us. They could plunder us and they could turn us into cute pets. And, and you know, God, you know, <laughs> I want to say God help us. But the truth is, is that we'd be, you know, we would just be, we would find out how, what it's like to be cuddly and to a, a, a large <laughs> being just as uh, as little kittens and puppies yeah. have known this all along. Well, no. Yeah, well, initially when you said that, I did, you know, I, I did chills went through. Oh no, as a pet. But then I see, as you say, how like Ginger's cat uh, Olympia, who brings us such joy, and she's so thrilled when you just brush her. Yeah, she doesn't ask for like, oh, I, I really feel I'm a little low. I didn't make enough money this month, or I'm a little no. worried about that. And my, you know, my this thing I've got to get the contract. We're in. No, there's none of that. Just brush her on the side of her face, and she's and that's so it. happy, so happy, so. Let's flip that around, Tommy. Wow. I mean, not necessarily brushing, but if these aliens who won't look with, won't have the beams, they won't have the pointy shoulder pads, uh, they just, you know, I'm not saying all the time, but if they go, oh, what would you like to do? And they talk in that voice. I wouldn't mind that. Hi, Scott. What would you like? Would you like some food? Would you like a tuna sandwich? And I yep. probably go, I really would because I like tuna. Yeah. And and they would feed, and again, I, I hope it would be a tuna sandwich and not yeah. kibble. That's my fear. Well, yes, yes. That they would go for the low cost feeding that's as many pet owners do in these days. That that does trouble me. But you're right, Scotty. There is an upside to being a pet. You <laughs> you don't have to worry about a thing other than when is the alien going to come home and pet me and feed me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing do. is that the alien is going to go away. You know, go go back. I mean, we'll have that abandonment thing well sure like, sure or sitting by the door waiting or looking or looking out the window when they're coming back yeah there's that but then again a lot of humans do that anyway <laughs> for other reasons so you know that, you're right you, well we, we've done and this is what we've done so many times this podcast yeah. we didn't set out to do it we no. were writing the uh penultimate uh i don't even know if that's the right word and how penultimate is different from Ultimate, ultimate, but it's but the it second. Is, uh, to, by the way, I can clarify that. Oh, right good, now. please do. It's the second to ultimate. Ah. That's the weird thing about the word penultimate. It's one of the most overly used and yet useless <laughs> terms. It's the. It's not the ultimate. It's the What's right beside? It's second place. <laughs> wow, it's that, the, that... The, the silver medal. You know, wow, uh, it's one of the few words that have a second place to it. And yeah. yet people think penultimate. Well, it's a longer word. Yeah, well, that's be better even than better, ultimate. more than ultimate. No. Yeah. Wow. Second. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but but it's, it's why would you say that? You know, hey, was it was that that I was the ultimate, right? Like a, in a couple. That was our, our ultimate vacation. That was the penultimate. Yeah. <laughs> Which know. is good. I mean, that's yeah. pretty good. 
Yeah, no, just not the ultimate. How good the ultimate. Uh, so what I was going to say, Tommy, is I think we're writing the new uh, science fiction with this. Not again, the outfits, as we've talked about this many times, will not look all that different from uh, how we dress. Because why would they wear yeah. this, some ridiculous thing from a 1950s science fiction movie? They know what we dress like. As we've said, when we do our time travel eventually, when we go to a certain period, we're going to be sure to have, and that's one of the reasons why it's taking a while to build it huge closets to have period clothing from every period of time you want to dress like the people you're visiting so yeah. i think they'll look a lot like us they're going to talk a lot like us now, now that's interesting what yeah. what makes you think that, that because I, i've also read that uh, some uh, astronomer thinker you know a futurist said uh, i looked online they say the same thing they think They'll look like us. But then Carl Sagan thinks, no, they'll be completely different. Uh, or he thought that when he was yeah. alive. And uh, that the, uh, and I, I kind of go with that. I mean, you look at how the, the variety of life just on the planet Earth. The octopus is often uh, uh, thought of as an alien creature. Well, that is pretty, uh, very different than us or any other animal. Th that it may have come yeah. from outer space. Like, how could this thing exist? And it's super yeah. smart and can fit through tiny holes and and yeah. multiple legs and uh and that work independently by the way these legs it's hard to explain but they they, yeah. they have their own each leg or arm or whatever it is has its own mission that the octopus is extremely like an alien and yet you know people don't go oh we've got to go see the octopus quick come on everybody let's go no well the it, aliens among us i mean yeah and I'm glad you're giving props, as they say, to the octopus, because most people, it's kind of creepy looking. But as you say, it could be, it could have been an alien visitor from there are some centuries ago. Who, who, yeah, absolutely. And uh, they, uh, it, 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 because it's so, it's so completely different. That's why I don't like to eat octopus. And it's, yeah. uh, I don't like to eat extra. It's not really because I don't want to eat extraterrestrials. It's because I don't like to eat anything with suction cups built into it. It just... <laughs> well, uh, yeah. just don't, uh, I mean, I do like none of those calamari, coffee. though, which would be. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't like yeah, calamari. I and I wonder, though, uh, yeah, in another horror film, the octopus will rise up and eat all those who've eaten them. Yeah. So I'm saying that now. So if that does happen, uh, in, uh, that please give me a break that I didn't really connect the fried calamari with the octopus. I thought, you know, I didn't really know. Well, uh, I'm sorry about it. It was not yeah, who I am. That's not uh, who you were. It was yeah. who you were not then, but you've 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 gone through a lot of a learning oh, yeah. process. Scotty, still, I still can doesn't. stand up for you because I'll be the one that one of the few the octopus will say, "Oh yeah, he never ate an octopus." Uh, because that's me. I never yeah. eat calamari. I never eat octopus of any sort. I would have to be the one who tries to save the others and 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 argue vociferously that. As you say, it's not who you are anymore. Yeah, and, and because it, it does seem now you're making me realize, you're right. Of course, the octopus is likely to be uh, space invaders among us, or whatever you want to call it. Maybe they would object to the term space, inv and they're biding their time. Yeah, and invaders—they and, uh, don't like invaders because that's that's a negative connotation. Well, that's right. It's in it, but yeah. uh, so all these sort of. Th but who knows what they what the, uh, in. Will they rise up? Will they learn the English language? Will they open their own restaurants and serve people? <laughs> we, we, you know, these are things that I, I hadn't even thought about until this podcast today. The, the, these are troubling thoughts for sure, Scotty. I, here I was thinking, ha, 
how great it is. I, and I, 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 this is literally true, Scotty. Before I began this podcast, while we were preparing for it, and we prepare very, you know, arduously, I was, my heart was filled with joy that we weren't being subjugated by alien, uh, as, as you said, you don't think is proper to say, space invaders. But now I realize, Scotty, you may be right. We may already. And of course, it would be the octopus. Well, Tommy, we uh, had a little technical uh, glitch there. Uh, well, at least that's what I'd like to call it, a technical glitch. But since we, for the last 32 minutes, we've been talking about the possible visit of visitors from outer space. Could that be a message from them? Or yeah, it, it does seem that that's likely. And I think what happened is we started to get a little bit too close to the truth. Yeah, when we yeah. started talking about the octopuses and mm -hmm. and their their, uh, you know, and and honestly, I, I I blame myself a little bit because I framed it uh, what I thought they're what they might do. I framed it as a sort of a conspiracy. Yeah, like yeah. now I'm a conspiracy theorist that they're going to develop restaurants and serve humans to and 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 you were talking about the revenge and yeah well what uh, you're I've saying Tommy is this, yeah. all of that I think that really is a clue that we're onto something well of. yeah so you're thinking this may have come from the octopus lobby uh which is pretty sizable and has it you know throws a lot of weight around in DC because nobody see, knows it. it's not you don't, you don't hear a lot of legislation no against octopus that's uh, true you know, that is, that is I, I mean, you hear about other things, cut, you know, this kind of thing or no drilling. But octopus, uh, I mean, not that octopus would have anything to do with drilling, but, uh, uh, you know, maybe they would. But but it well, Tommy, just the way we don't know for sure what's out there. We can't ever be sure what that technical glitch was, whether yeah. it was indeed just some, you know, very terrestrial issue that other people are having with their platforms. Or was it something else? Yeah, well, uh, uh, I think that would be one of those things that could be debated for at least 14 years. Oh, yeah. And then eventually they'll probably just, you know, say, let's talk about something else. Yeah, like, but as we wind down, Tommy, just it is exhilarating and hasn't, once again, we talk about the things people aren't talking about. Every day we should talk about and whatever we call them, extraterrestrials, aliens, whatever, whatever word they would prefer, and we'll find that out. But to, but basically, one of the one of the takeaways is that we think when they do arrive, they'll be pretty similarly dressed to us. Uh, one point we suggested would they look exactly like us and not humankind, but Tom and Scott. Yeah, now, that's that's another thing we could debate for fourteen or even fifteen. No, years. you're absolutely right. We could make a podcast solely devoted to our theories about extraterrestrials i happen to think they'd be looking really really different i think uh, they might have you know their eyeballs i, I like the eyeballs on the stems we've yeah. seen that in actual uh, underwater sea creatures are so some of them are honestly complete alien like creatures They're well that's so a fascinating connection that we came up with towards the last few minutes that if you want to look to see what those visitors from outer space will look like look beneath the sea yeah because there's some very as you say incredibly odd now one thing as we close let me just say they certainly could look a lot different than us or odd in quotes but not necessarily scaly well that's the yeah. that was my fear if they yeah. were kept as pets i would pray that they would have really soft fingers so we would love being petted by them and of course that's the that's the key is that they would know just how to pet us so that we'd be like 
no matter what troubled us, all our, as you say, all our troubles go away with just a, a brush from the, from the octopuses or, or the, the alien creatures, uh, uh, tentacles. And so, as you say, Tommy, and I all hope these scenarios, soft, I pray yeah. that they're soft and, and yeah. pliable. And I think they will, because all the scenarios we've painted uh, as, uh, are all going to be positive. However, it turns out whether they do show up right away or not, even with the traffic considerations for their arrival, I think it's something ultimately. Well, I, I, and I would just put it slightly differently. I'd say that, yes, positive or it's, they might be negative and they haven't arrived yet. Thank God. That's the other positive paradigm. That right. Either way, they, we're relieved they haven't. If they're, yeah. you know, like 1950s aliens with rays that vaporize us. It hasn't happened. It, 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 every day it doesn't happen. It's a joyful day. So there's two interesting, diametrically opposed, positive points of view. Exactly. And in, but one, one constant will be there will be traffic. There will be traffic. In either scenario, because even if they don't arrive, oh. we have traffic anyway. Oh, but but that's that... something we can live with. And whatever it is, I look forward to that future just as... I simultaneously remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. Always going to be Tom Saunders. We're getting through this. 